the squirrel came right up to me. He stopped less than a yard away, shamelessly eyeing the nuts and candy and raisins I was mixing into gorp and packing into Ziploc bags for the next couple of days' lunches. I eyed him back warily. That's far enough. The squirrel said nothing. My voice sounded out of place, alone down here at the end of the canyon. I hadn't heard one for hours. The quiet, unbroken, except for the murmur of the river and the occasional purr of a passing seaplane, was, I hoped, what I needed. I didn't need pesky critters, even cute little red squirrels, trying to steal my food. He inched closer with a deliberate stealth that somehow seemed wrong. I'm no zoologist, but I know squirrels move in quick little jerks and freeze between them to size things up. This guy just kept coming. I warned you, I said. Don't you understand English? And I thought, what's the big deal anyway? Lots of animals act like this, where they haven't seen people or know they're protected. Even if he got it all, you could walk out to the road in three hours. The squirrel stopped, cocked his head and stared up at me. Something was wrong with his right eye. This is mine, I said. You go find your own. He lowered his head and inched a little closer. Shoo! I yelled, swatting at him and carefully missing by inches. He ignored me. I changed my tack. Look, I said, picking up a handful of nuts and chocolates. You can have this, then get lost. I tossed it over the bank, down onto the rock and mud flat that edged the river. He watched curiously and then turned back to me. He glanced up, paused as if pondering, and then made a sudden, thoroughly squirrel-like dash straight toward the patch of moss and needles where I was sitting. He grabbed something and rebounded along the edge of the woods. Ten feet away, he stopped, good eye fixed on me, and started chomping away like mad on... a Ziploc bag. My gorp, which the locals call squirrel food, for painfully good reasons, was untouched, and that crazy critter was attacking the plastic bag as if it were the grandest feast in the world. I laughed, relieved, but only for an instant. The whole purpose of putting food in those bags is to lock the smell in so the animals wouldn't bother it. If they develop a taste for the bags themselves, something, I thought, is wrong with that squirrel. I tried to look at him to figure it out, but he was gone, and so was my bag. It kept bothering me all evening, though it had to compete for mind space with a lot of other things. I was edgy, tense, overreacting to everything. I knew why, but I needed time to work it out. That was why I was here. Sam, my boss, had practically insisted I take a vacation, and this place— though Alaska had changed a lot since my last visit, still had a lot of what I needed. I ate supper on the same patch where the squirrel with the eccentric tastes had robbed me. A shower was passing through, but the scraggly spruce of the taiga made a good enough canopy and kept me dry. No visitors came. I ate slowly, pensively, and then cleaned up and went down by the river. There was a rock there, patiently shaped and polished over the eons to serve as a sofa. It was cold and wet after the shower, but I spread my poncho on it and managed to get fairly comfortable. I did a little writing and a lot of thinking, and gradually a little of the accustomed tranquilizing effect began to work. The sky had cleared. 
and for a while I watched spectacular patterns of light and shadow on the cliffs up the canyon and the gentler tundra hills around me. Later I closed my eyes and listened to the river. I have no idea how long. When I opened them, some high cirrus clouds had appeared. Down the river, beyond the silhouetted spruces on the left bank, they were painted red and gold by sunset. I watched it for a while, but in that country, in summer, sunsets develop so slowly that eventually you can tire of them. I gave up about ten o'clock, when it was pretty dusky, and started slowly back to my tent, tucked just inside the corner of the woods. I brushed aside a nagging thought that I was avoiding the things I needed to think about. Don't rush me, I countered. That's what I need. I can stay down here a week if that's what it takes.'